Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's whenever you're listening to this, and you know what that means. It's time for the WrestleWolf Wrestling Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. Damien Gibson. And joining me, as always, is the King of Marks. He's a man that when he speaks, neckbeard, better fucking listen. That man is Paulie T. How are you, my friend, in what has been an awful week already because AEW is on the verge of collapse because Cody's going to WWE and I don't know what to do. How are you? <laughs> well, uh, let's see if he turns up, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. There's been a lot of uh, the skies falling in tweets over the last couple of days. Can I just tell you about the curious case of Matthew Kayfabe, the third WrestleWolf, who for some reason seems to, for the last month or so, he's taken great uh, pleasure in prodding me and I know you're doing it, Matthew, about uh, Cody. Mm-hmm. And then this week when it finally happened, he like messaged me and was like, yes. And I'm like, what is going on? We started an AW podcast together. <laughs> what is this? I don't understand. And he was he said to me, all of a sudden just changed. was like, I'm quite happy for Cody to not be on the show anymore. I didn't really enjoy what he was doing creatively. I didn't enjoy his booking. I don't like... I felt like even though he, people thought he was meta booking as Triple H, Matt just thought he was AEW's Triple H. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was like, I think he will suit WWE better if he's given a good run. I think it'll be more interesting to see him over there and I think it actually makes AEW better. It's like I think it's a win-win situation for everybody. And I think that's a completely reasonable way to look at it. I think, uh, you know, why, why, um, why bitch and moan? Let's move on. We've got a wonderful stacked roster, and um, uh, you know there were there was there was there were months leading up to the time that we finally decided that he was he was just um, taking the piss, <laughs> and then enjoyed it for a couple of weeks. But there were months leading up to that where we were just thinking, "What the fuck is he doing? Yeah. Turn heel." <laughs> well, that's that's true, right? And so that makes me think that was the stuff we remember the QT Marshall. Shit, where Cody arrived on like the Cody bus and he fought QT Marshall on top of the bus. Like, there was a while there where that was one of the main feuds was Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall. Wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah, well, I only remember it because I just talk about it every week. And um, was that his good booking? And then when he started falling out of favor with AW, that the booking we liked was that him not trying? No. Uh. I don't know, man. I, I think there are <laughs> so many other, so many other interesting things to talk about. I'm, uh, I'm a bit, a bit 
out of bit uh, out of steam when it comes to comes to Mr. Rhodes. Well, what like what? How does he get remembered as AEW now? As an AEW alumni, like we could probably <sighs> this was probably the final word, right? Because we won't. I mean, if he stays in WWE, we will not ever talk about him ever again. So this will be the final <laughs> opportunity to speak about him. Well, look, uh, there are there are many reasons why. I still, I st- I'm still. The whole situation has question marks around it, and I'm scratching my head still at this point, thinking mm. um, I, I won't believe it until I see it. You know, one in, one in particular was when the um, you know the farewell message that Tony Khan posted, which had his you know 18 titles listed and at the bottom mm. of the message. You know, quite intentionally pointing out the fact that you know he took over all this stuff, and that was what uh, they they had uh, claimed was the re- you know one of the re- big reasons that why he left. So if he's going to do that, like, really, it doesn't seem logical to me No, he would just sort of, you know, play into it so well. The only just- thing I, yeah, the only thing I can think of is that maybe the Bucks and Kenny and Tony were secretly relieved that Cody was leaving. Maybe it was the situation where they're like, oh, thank good. Okay, great. It wasn't just us, you know. You know, like in a bad relationship where both people want to get out and then he leaves and they're like, so everyone's happy about it because everyone gets to move on and fuck other people. Yeah, well, okay, sure. Make some well, jokes. Make some, make some jokes at the at the um, at, at the at the height height of the uh, of, of the departure. Yeah, sure, and just enjoy it. Lap it up. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, maybe that's the only th- reason why I can think that they were like that. Because if it was me, I'd be really fucking angry. Mm. I'd be really pissed off. So you're right. Wrestling is fucking weird, man. And anything could happen. I mean, I'm so paranoid. I'm starting to think like, did Tony Khan buy WWE? Has Vince bought AEW? I don't know anymore. But I think that kind of uh, leads us into a much happier place <laughs> and that's Tony making big announcements that make us happy as wrestling fans. Um, and is this corrections? Do we want to start? Cor- was this a correction where we said that there'd been no advertising for the ring of honor show? <laughs> yeah, right. So I had a big old whinge last week, so, <laughs> uh, trying to work out what, what the play was, why we had no, no lead up, no dates, no tickets being sold. Well, just so happens, doofus me over here didn't realise that <laughs> there was a date selected. There were tickets being sold. <laughs> so uh, there is an event, and um, and and the matches are now being booked. And uh, surprise, surprise, the uh, the first big one to come out what come out during the week was uh, Dem Boys to Briscoes versus FTR, mm. uh, as expected. So that's going to be pretty awesome. Now what a the other beautiful news... wrestling match that's going to be. Oh yeah, the other the other. Is that sorry, man? To keep butting in, is that for the AAA tag belts or is it? No, it's the Ring of Honor, um, Ring of Honor tag belts. Are both belts on the line though? Uh, not as far as I know. Okay. Um, but yeah, who knows? They 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 could switch up these things at any point before the bell rings. I only, I, only, I only bring it up because in Tony's tweet, he bills FTR as the AAA tag team champs. Yeah, well, they're, they're not. Which they're, I understand they are. So it's not yeah. A, yeah, anyway. 
they don't hold any other any other title. I'm at the interrupting moment, so, yeah. for, for no reason. Keep going. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, so related to that was that um, uh, the announcement that after Supercard of Honor, uh, which is actually going to be uh, competing with Rampage, it's going to be uh, late on Friday night, uh, April the first. Um, so, um, uh, so they'll have two two broadcasts happening at once. Um, after Supercard of Honor, um, we don't know exactly how soon, but sometime after, mm. uh, they are going to have a new weekly show, Man. which will be either um, you know attached to a TV deal or probably just streamed. Yeah. So that's pretty what damn cool. What night are we thinking? Because uh, Impact is Thursday, right? Right. Um, I think it was Tuesdays, and then because NXT moved from Wednesday, it, it, it was Tuesday. Because NXT moved from Wednesdays, obviously Wednesday night war, blah 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 blah. They moved to Tuesdays and Impact immediately, like that day. We're like, we're on Thursdays. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so I think there's only one night of the. No, there are no nights of the week left. Monday, mm. Tuesday, Wednesday night, Dynamite, Thursday, Impact, Friday. All oh, right, yeah. so there's no there's no clear air for a new weekly show. Matt and I have an idea about a Saturday morning wrestling show. Have Sounds I brought this up with 80s. you before? Yeah, it is. But imagine <laughs> people like Orange Cassidy, Chris Statlander, Danhausen, RJ City, who has started doing work for AEW. I mean, last week I said there isn't anyone left that Tony could sign on that. And then the, like the next day he's like, Hey, Damo, I know you really like RJ City. Well, we gave him a chat show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Who's his first guest? It's Danhausen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think that would work really well, right? Sort of, you know. Absolutely. Get the, you know, get the kids involved. Indoctrinate them early. Yeah, love it. <laughs> you could have a five-minute rock and roll wrestling cartoon that, Danhausen throws to every Saturday morning or something. I, I, I think it writes itself. But Ring of Honor isn't really that promotion. No, I can't imagine the Briscoes hosting <laughs> <laughs> a Saturday morning kids show. <laughs> Probably not. So when do you think they'll do it? Probably maybe a Thursday night. If they like, out of all of those shows, Impact's probably the. Yeah, I can't see that. You know, they'd waste time. Taking on um, anyone with a bigger bigger profile than that. I know NWA Power is on, even though it's not on a network, it's on Fight, but it's on, it, it premieres an hour before NXT. Mm -hmm. So maybe they do something like that where they're on before Rampage or something, time slot wise, if they're going to do an hour show or. What time does um? Oh no, it actually varies so much in the states, doesn't it? Because you've got such a massive uh, gulf between the um, left east side and west side. Yeah. Coast. yeah, I was going to say left and right. The, the left and right. right. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so this, you know, like yeah, uh, I was always more of a left side <laughs> hip hop guy. <laughs> Um, Rampage broadcast at um, half past midnight uh, in uh, one one time zone 
in the States this week. And it was because it was pushed back after a um, college basketball game. So they only ended up getting 300,000 um, in the ratings. Not, not terribly surprising considering how late it was. Jeez, that's pretty good for for midnight. Um, was this meant to stop happening or is that because that was Dynamite went to TB- TBS? yeah. So now that won't happen. Yeah, that's right. It'll to just, Dynamite, it'll the rampage is going to... Yeah, okay. it'll be affected by... Fair sports. enough. Who... So Ring of Honor is super exciting to me as someone who was kind of a fan, didn't really get to watch much of it, but all of my favorite wrestlers have come from Ring of Honor. Well, all of your favorite wrestlers have come from Ring of Honor as well, dear listener. If you go back and check, um, unless you're a big, I don't know, Bron Breaker guy. <laughs> um, but uh, I always use Bron Breaker as a as the punchline and he's actually quite good and, and a Steiner. So I shouldn't really, I should think of a, Who's the who's the guitar guy? Ah, uh, um, the Elias, uh, the Drifter. Yes, Elias. Yeah, I'll use Elias as my punchline from now on. Um, hey, um, uh, I'll, I'll do some butting in. Uh, <laughs> no, fair enough. I'm just rambling. Do it, please. <laughs> there was a fantastic photo I saw um, shared on someone's Twitter profile this week about how um, that uh, WWE is struggling to um, to find new talent. So. In their in their um in their their class of um uh, rookies that they've signed up, they've created um they've essentially um uh, uh, built new versions. Word escapes me, Grant. Mm. <laughs> of uh, Randy Orton, and this guy looks exactly like fucking Randy Orton. It's amazing. Um, um uh, Brock Lesnar and um. And uh, Steve Austin, uh, and the other two, they look very much like them. But the, the Randy Orton guy, it looks like his, you know, younger brother or you know, son or something. It's look, it's incredible how much they look, they look alike. Holy shit! I'm just looking it up now because I wanted to. So I'm uh, shout out to Wrestle Talk. Holy shit! This guy, if you want to. Check it out. Go to WrestleTalk.com. Very good website. Uh, I really like the vast majority of guys who work for that website. Um, holy shit, man. This kid looks so much like Dave Bostian. The, the Randy Orton lookalike. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So this is now <laughs> – so their plan now is That's to just get lookalikes. <laughs> It was only a matter of time before Vince went back to the Razor Ramon Diesel playbook of I created these characters and anyone can play them. Yeah, I see. <laughs> did someone did someone at Creative see the Batman and get confused and then someone had to tell them that Robert Pattinson is not the same you know, that there's a different that's not Michael Keaton in the back suit. <laughs> Michael Keaton is in his late sixties now, so he can't play the Batman anymore. <laughs> late sixties, really? Wow. He would have to be, right? He was like thirty when he got cast in Batman. That's thirty something years ago, mate. Early sixties, let's say. Um, yes. Oh, sorry, I'm completely gobsmacked by this Randy Orton baby. <laughs> it's incredible, That's isn't it? Weird. <laughs> WWE babies. Remember Muppet Babies? It's just that. They've just gone, <laughs> it's just gone and got that. 
Um, also on Twitter this week, uh, Britt Baker posted uh, the aftermath of her match with uh, Thunder Rosa, which we will speak about later on, obviously. Um, we do still review AEW somewhat on this show. <laughs> um, but, yeah, her, uh, I mean, she was obviously beaten up pretty badly. Um, and uh, I just love the little photo that she posted that you've shared with me here where she was like, but the thumbtacks aren't real. Um, Watch the video that she's in the next, that she replied to that, um, or maybe it was the other uh, way around. Yeah, I watched the video as well. Yeah. You did, no, yeah. It's amazing. Um, yeah, the whole bunch of comments. I mean, it, I don't think any of our listeners do this. In fact, our listeners are almost silent in the two years that we've, <laughs> our <laughs> listenership keeps getting bigger and bigger, and I keep asking you guys to message us. We did nothing. We must have, like, the most unopinionated wrestling <laughs> fans on earth. But, uh, yeah, some of the comments that Britt got, and I won't, give them oxygen to you know um air them on the podcast but i just how there's criticisms of the match being too violent what what's that about when you're a grown man watching a wrestling match it's too violent um that it was boring that it was the same as the last show the last match that they did together which is not true because the last match they did was a a I can't find the right word. Normal yeah, match. Standard, no step Standard, match. standard match. <clears throat> um, and the match that they did, the lights out match, was not in a cage and was a year ago. Yep. So just a complete lack of research done by this guy. <laughs> like I was saying to you before the, the podcast, they do genuinely come across like bots to me. I know they're probably not. And there isn't really much you can add to that, but it just, yeah. Uh, leave Britt Baker alone, man. She's the best. If you don't like AEW or Britt Baker, don't tweet at her. I can't believe I have to explain this, guys. Uh, what else? Are we, what's <laughs> next? <laughs> um, what else are we going to talk about today? Um so, uh, oh yeah, look, I was I was talking about uh, last week about uh, a, uh, an article discussing Joey Janela and his opinion of the creative freedom or input that um, AEW offered him, and uh, yeah, the wind was taken out of that that comment pretty mm. quickly when uh, it came out uh, from uh, or a number of sources that uh, um, his uh, contract will not be renewed. Uh, there's no interest from either party. Um, then it kind of changed a bit. Uh, the, the story really sort of uh, started coming out that um, there was no interest from uh, the from AW, mostly because the boys in the back don't want to be hurt anymore. Because he is the bad boy, and unfortunately, uh, yeah, he's um, some of his botches have just uh, returned turned people off working with him. They don't want to. Mm. They don't want to be injured. So, so, yeah, I mean, GCW um, probably don't, uh, may not be as sensitive to, um, you know, uh, copping a few injuries here and there because that's just, they're just typically more violent. But um, yeah, it's pity about that um, because, yeah, I did have a, I did have quite a keen interest on what, seeing what he could do for a while there and. Yeah, same man. There was a particular one. Uh, there was a match on Dark um, 
I think it was a lights match, like the first lights out match they did, which was um, uh, possibly second. I think the first one was Mox and Mox and Kenny. No, I can't remember. Yes. Anyway, this one, this one was Kenny and Joey, Joey Janella. Yeah, the Mox and Kenny one was where uh, Mox put Kenny through the table, that glass table out of the back. Yes, that's right. But anyway, this um, this dark one was um, Kenny and, and Joey Janella, and I thought they both tore it down. It was it was incredible. It's like the early days of dark when they were really putting heaps of effort into the into the booking and and mm. you know um, putting together really sort of. Stiff, strong matches, uh, strong style matches, um, mm. uh, physical matches. But well, um, it was essentially the second show at that stage, wasn't it? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but anyway, that is unfortunately that. Um, and uh, yeah, you and I have been considering uh, visiting um, the outer burbs to see Joey, and and now this they've also added um, uh, John Morrison Impact. Johnny, Johnny Impact, Wrestling, well, Johnny well, Impact. Now Johnny Wrestling is Johnny Gargano. <laughs> hasn't uh, hasn't um, Morrison been Johnny Wrestling? No, he hasn't. No, <laughs> no, he's always Johnny. He was Johnny Mungo in yes, uh, Lucha Libre. Um, he's had a lot of names, is what we're saying. <laughs> well, that's actually not true. Always John. <laughs> he's actually been Johnny's whole career. Uh, so anyway, he'll be. Johnny, middle of fucking nowhere. Uh, when we go and watch him, <laughs> when they come to, they come to Melbourne, that's um, that card's starting to. I mean, how do you book a show like that? I gotta find out, man. Yeah. I'll start, I will literally go into wrestling promotion if someone can tell me how to book wrestlers. I'll, I'll Tenille, quit my job tomorrow. Tennille Dashwood's been added to the card. What? Yes, Emma. <laughs> and there's um, there's like three or four more um announcements yet to make so holy shit I, uh, I, I i looked at the prices and um and and considered the you know the effort to get there and i'm still i still don't think i i'll i'll, I'll do it but how much wow. are we how much are they asking oh uh, you you've got to get you know close to the 200 hundred dollar mark for, for seats that are going to give you a good view hmm 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 to Neil Dashwood's on the and like on the, the and the, the seats up the back of the uh, of the um, grandstand or I don't know how many seats they're going to have anyway the 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 cheapest seats let me say they were sixty bucks so okay like, but you're not going to be that far away in the cheap seats are you? I mean, well, how big is, is this I've thing? Never what been, is I've it? never been to this thing before, and yeah. as we've already discussed, it's two nights, and so you've got to you've got to hope that your, your the, the the event that you want to see is mm. going to be on the night you go to mm. Mm. imagine if the other imagine if the other four announcements were like stone cold steve austin <laughs> <laughs> hulk hogan <clears throat> um did you have anything else in your list over there before we get back into the show notes well, no, I think uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's run run through the next. Um, and the first the first thing that I had down for um, uh, last week's last week's dynamite was um, dynamite. That, uh, my, my, my first thought about the spot of the week spot was of the week uh, the Jurassic Express plus Hangman Adam Page, all three of them, all at the same time, all from the same turnbuckle, doing a moonsault that was pretty sweet yeah um 
and uh, that one I think that uh, probably just eclipsed the. Uh, there was a amazing um, elbow f- into the air to uh, knock. Um, uh, damn it! Why am I forgetting his name again? Uh, <laughs> um, so Matt, the, uh, Matt the, house, the house Nick of Jackson. black. No, no, no. The house of black um, were against the bear, bear country. Oh, okay. and yeah, Boulder. There's Boulder and Bear. No, no, no. But they were they were in a Fuego. Tri- yeah, Fuego de Sol. That's the one. <laughs> he he jumped <laughs> off the jumped off the top the rope, and it was midair. Um, uh, Brody King uh, reaches up. Switch switches his sort of uh, fist in, into an elbow and managed to get Frogo uh, out of the air. I thought that was pretty damn impressive too. But I had to had to go with the triple moon salt from Jurassic Express. Hmm. So yeah, that was a that was a um, that was a fun fun match. Um, and then we got the massive promo from the sports entertainers. I loved I loved this uh, promo and I loved I'd love this uh, I love this reinvention of Jericho. I mean, we kind of touched on it last week that it makes sense, but I love that there's more and more elements of WWE <laughs> being added to his heel character. It's just, I mean, it's very clever. Jericho has to it, not necessarily, um, you know, maybe not. Uh, in ring, but even then, early on, he was amazing. I mean, he genuinely has to be spoken about of being in the top five or ten wrestlers of all time. Oh, I, I, w- I would even go f- top I'd five. Narrow it down even further, yeah, for sure. Because his impact, uh, pardon the pun, in um, in AEW has been so significant. He's put so many kids over. He's reinvented himself three times now. There's a bit of a bubbly, the bit of the bubbly. Then there's the inner circle, and now this, right? So that's essentially the three mm. Jericho's. But he has been. There's been face inner circle and heel and heel inner circle. As he well. also um, he also did a little brought brought in a couple of little cameos of the um, the pain maker from the New Japan. Yeah, bit that's too. true as yeah. well. Um, but I think you. I think he he looks fit and healthy. He seems to really love this bit, you know, like I think when Jericho is excited about a new thing and he's really putting his heart and soul into it is some of the most exciting stuff that you could watch in wrestling. Like when he was doing the fellowship uh, of friendship with Kevin Owens in WWE is something that springs to mind. Like Festival even, of Friendship. Yeah. Festival of Friendship, sorry. Um that's something that springs to mind immediately when he came back to WWE after being away for a little bit and he was doing that really quietly spoken Jericho. Just the best. Just so good. So I'm wondering if we should expect to see uh, this week on Dynamite when they take on um, two of the Dark Order, which it's is... Reynolds and Silver, right? Yes, it is. Absolutely. When they yeah it's it's um it's Jericho and uh, Garcia, Garcia versus Reynolds and Silver. I'm wondering how likely it is that, considering their mantra is um, uh, we're sports sports entertainers and we beat up pro wrestlers, that they'll come out and say we don't give a shit about wins and losses. Wins and losses don't matter, 
and they just mm. beat them up. They get DQ'd, they lose, and they just beat them up and beat them up. Yeah, absolutely. I think the likelihood of that is extremely high <laughs> because it's one, it works from a story point of view, but two, it's also a dig at WWE as well. So, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. However, uh, having said that, um, the uh, um, prediction that I shared of uh, Brian Alvarez's last week, uh, which I thought would have been perfect too, mm. uh, which was that um, Wardlow will um, uh, be told he has a, he's no longer on contract after 90 days. They didn't do that. So, well. <laughs> no, but they did set up an angle like they are going to have an MJF Wardlow angle. And I think that's good. You have resolution of that story between the two of them. So does that mean that um, uh, Punk MJF is done for now? And I think then for now, they'll right? Just, like, they'll just leave it for another year and do the um, the blow off um, the rubber match some other yeah. some, some other time down the track. I don't think it will. Neither of those guys are going anywhere. Well, Maxwell isn't going anywhere until twenty twenty four. So yeah, you've got plenty of time to to do to do that story, and I think. As much as I loved it, leaving it there is probably fantastic for the time being, right? Yeah, because um, what a what a fantastic um, spectacle uh, it was hmm. uh, that match at at Revolution, and um, it like nothing more needs to be said to sort of no. to reduce the, the impact. Need, of yeah, that, you that need moment. to come up with a need for you know i mean in the storyline maxwell's been thoroughly humiliated you know he's been humiliated by the old man punk who who beat him up and and beat him but also by wardlow so for him to strut back out the next week like if it was in the fed he would strut back out on monday like the next night on raw (laughs) and be like you know I'm going to wrestle you right now and beat you in two seconds, and you know. Yeah. Um, Hang on, wasn't he beaten half to death last night? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) AEW don't do that. (laughs) Like, um, yeah. And I want to see Wardlow. I want to see Wardlow go up against MJF. Like, I'm into that. That it's got real Ted DiBiase versus uh, Virgil vibes. For the eighties, old timey wrestler references. Come on, man. It was a WrestleMania four. It was a big match, or six, maybe. Anyway, <clears throat> it was a bloody big match, man. Um, <laughs> and then we got to you were what ten years old. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's why I know these pay per views so well is because we would rent them and then just watch them. Would you do that when you rented like a video and then just watch it? No. Three or four times during the week. I would only see I would only see the wrestling if very occasionally they would like one of the free to wear networks would get access to um, the, the 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 weekly shows, and they would they would show like an edited version once on a Saturday afternoon or something like that. Or you know I might be visiting someone's house who who'd got shitty uh, Australian cable TV. <laughs> yeah, God, Fox Save. Someone at Fox Save was the first thing I would do. <laughs> You're like, can I check Fox Eight real quick? <laughs> Immediately go and see if Raw or SmackDown was on. Um, yeah, and that was the days where you have to you had to hope that it was on then. On, yeah, it was true. <laughs> Mate, no if I wanted else. to, in my day, I had to walk 
an hour and a half to my best friend's place in the snow and there was no DVR, there was no on-demand. If Raw wasn't on, I didn't get to watch it. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, Um, so look, then we had the... Finally, the blow-off that we've been waiting for for so oh, long. Oh, God. I've wanted so long I've been waiting for. <laughs> and, uh, look, I, I will say, I will, I, will, I, will, I will honestly say that there were some moments where I thought, gee, that didn't seem to work out right. Gee, she seemed to be going into that move pretty gingerly. Mm. Didn't really hit it with all her, all her might. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, a lot of people have said, gee, the, the, the last – the last spot that resulted in the pin seemed to be rushed. Okay, yeah, I agree with all of those things. Hmm. But they have to work to a broadcast schedule. You, you, would, you would have noticed, as I did, that the pin was followed very quickly by confetti, a hug from um, uh, Dustin, and then lights out. Like they, they had to get yeah. had to get to the ad break because they were very close to the um, the bump. Um to the um, to the next the top of the hour, mm. um, so yeah, that stuff happens. And then when I found out that, um, well, I, I haven't found out this for sure, but I've I've heard that people suggest, and it seems completely feasible mm. that they're working they're working injured, and so yeah. no wonder she didn't you know hit take that clothesline with much uh, the normal amount of um, intensity as, as the, she's usually able to do because she's sore. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, and top top people aren't always in 100 – yeah, they aren't always 100%. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then, and then you, get, you accept that stuff – look at the look at the stuff that they actually did do in the match and just go, yeah. well, come on. Oh, dude, the chair spot, the oh. pyramid chair spot that Britt took, like the, that bump, you know, I'm not doing that. No. I, I dare any of you guys. Uh, we shouldn't yell at our own listeners because they're good people. But I dare any of the people on Twitter to take that bump, get up with Thunder Rosa on the top rope and take that bump through the chairs and then tell me that it's a, a lackluster. I know that I thought the same thing. There were a few spots where I was like, oh, that felt a bit late. That felt a bit... But again, man, I still the overall package and the emotion that the real emotion that came out of Rosa when she won, it'll still be a mem- it'll be a moment that I remember because yeah. um, having not to humble brag about this, but having watched her on Power, like I've watched her come, you know, up through Power, and then she was on Dynamite for a bit, and then back on Power, and then on Dynamite, and then Power, and now fully on dynamite and then getting into the top spot with Brit and and now champion. It's really nice. It was really moving. And I, you know, I just, I think there's a tendency sometimes from wrestling fans to be really spoiled about this, you know, and not take, and I'm not, I am not talking about you at all because <laughs> you were very concise and clear about, you know, you noticing those things, but still enjoying it anyway. But mm. I, I just there's so much there's just so much awfulness on social media with mm. this stuff, you know. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, was I blown away by the match? No, I wasn't. I'm not going to go that far. But I enjoyed yeah, it. it wasn't I think amazing. The moment, I think the moment it was big. It certainly no. was. 
um, I, I loved the presentation. I loved the um, all-female mariachi band. Yeah. I loved the, um, uh, the, the costume, the full, full, face, make, uh, full face paint that um, Rosa yeah, was wearing. The, the, um, is that – is it a bull – was it a bullfighter's costume? I think it? so. I'm not yeah. sure. But it looked great. I mean, she, that should be a ring attire all the time. <laughs> mm. um, uh, I mean, to the ring attire. Not, I don't expect her to wrestle in a full suit. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love that uh, that uh, Brit came out by herself. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the ref bump bit because they opened the opened the gate to the, the to, to the cage and then got you thinking, oh no, they're gonna have they're gonna have run ins just like they do in WWE. But they didn't. No. Um, <laughs> and the ref is Aubrey, you know, the female ref is Aubrey, and she comes down to a fit. Like, they just. It was a great they, package. Yeah. It was yeah. really beautifully done. I really enjoyed um, it. I love Rose's work, uh, and she's going to be, um, she's going to be a, um, a sort of a conduit to the wider community, I think, that is going to be able to really broaden the um broaden the the appeal of the product of the AEW mm-hmm. in general mm-hmm. um and uh get more uh more latinos involved and absolutely and women and it's just just great yeah it is just great and uh yeah and kudos to tony for for doing that um but i mean rosa has earned it absolutely is she's abs- she's a star so They've booked her like one, and uh, and and congratulations to Brit on a great run, and I'm sure mm. she'll have another one. I'm oh, sure she'll dude. have another one. Of course, mate. Multi multi time champion. Um, Rampage. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I started watching this and 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 heard the the announcers tell me about who was facing who coming up and what the main event was and just thought geez okay so because this has uh, been pushed outside the normal time slot they're just gonna give us a real a real b show mm. however <laughs> i was i was pleasantly surprised yeah yeah like the, the, on paper on paper it didn't look didn't no, look so good darby allen versus the butcher i was like jesus i mean i like the butcher but that's not it's not getting eyeballs on the show i really enjoyed that match Damn right. <laughs> yeah, the Butcher is really good at wrestling. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, anything Darby's in is is spectacular. Um, there is a – and I, I didn't mind the crossover between the first two matches, you know, Andrade coming down and challenging Darby. I think we're going to get an Andrade versus Darby Allen angle, which I'm all about. You bet. Um and then yeah, we got the Hardy brothers uh, wrestling. I'm completely forgetting who the hell they wrestled. Was it private party? It was private party, right? Wasn't that the week before, or was that no? That was this the first time they wrestled? This is the first time they wrestled. Yeah, it was private party. No, hang on. They wrestled um, before Thunder Rosa and and was Rick that Baker. on Dynamite? Yeah. So, so did they just come out on Rampage. Um, they did, they did because after the, after the Derby butcher match, then the Andrade family office came out. And then I think, um, uh, Sting and 
Sting and Derby and the Hardys came out too, I think. Am I remembering? That it? was on Rampage. I'm sure it was. That was, yeah. 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 Anyway, um, it was all a lot of fun. The Hardys look great. Jeff looks great. Matt doesn't Matt doesn't look as uh old <laughs> <laughs> and busted up with Jeff for some reason. Like they, they look pretty natural together. I I'm I'm excited to see more Hardy Brothers. I mean, duh, but Yeah. So from my notes there were three matches. Are there usually three matches on Rampage or four? Yeah. Three uh, sounds right. It depends, but usually three. Yeah, three sounds right. Yeah, so um, yeah, that was just a bit of a promo segment, uh, and I uh, I couldn't help but noticing that um, the new designs for the Hardys merchandise looks pretty awesome. So yeah, I'm, I might be might be thinking it. Dude, I could spend so much money in the <laughs> AEW shop. I really could. And then as soon as I bought all the shirts, I'd be like, I can't wear these. Where am I wearing <laughs> these? I can't wear these to work. You spend the whole day going, "What's that? What's a Danhausen?" <laughs> And then you have to show Danhausen on YouTube to your boss, and you can see their face fall as the, all the respect they had for you as a professional disappears. <laughs> yeah, I wear wrestling shirts to work. <laughs> I'm in a new job, so give it two or three months, and I'll start wearing them as well. Hey, um, one one last. You've got to thing ease people bit. into your wrestling obsession. I've found <laughs> absolutely. One last thing about that bit was that um, uh, the Hardys. Or, and the Hardy brothers seem to be the references that they're using. Uh, so that seems like uh, that well, the, yeah. the D's uh, must own the Hardy boys. Unbelievable. Yeah. It do, yeah, it does seem like that. But whatever. Who cares? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> great. You've got Cody and you own the name, the Hardy boys. Well done, Fed. Um, and we had Hirsch versus Velvet. I wasn't particularly invested in this but i know that you thought that they were doing better work yeah yeah it was it was um it was much more much more physical and much more um deliberate uh and the um uh, they were selling better the timing was better i don't know maybe i think uh, m- maybe uh regal or um or, or da- uh, danielson have um, mm. given them some coaching or something because they were just so much better than what they have been recently, mm. um, which is not that hard, unfortunately. But no. um, <laughs> it was it was it was good. So good to see. Um, and the, yeah, the final match as we as we uh, touched on briefly was um, uh, House of Black versus the Bear Country and um, Fuego, and it was great. Yeah, man. Yeah, I really. I this is. This is one of those AEW matches, and it really reminded me of the first sort of year, especially early on in the lockdown era, of matches on paper. You're looking at matches on paper and going, you know, Chuck Taylor versus mm. fucking, I don't know, Ortiz. You know, yeah, and you're like, yeah. oh, God, I don't care about this. And then 15 minutes later, you're like, Ortiz is my new favorite wrestler. <laughs> I love, you know. And this had a real, like, you know, Bear Country, every time I've seen them, I'm like, they should do something with these guys. They, they're such a throw, they're such an 80s throwback tag team. I love that. And I know Fuego is big on the the, the YouTubes on Dark and Dark Elevation. People love him. Um, and I can see why. Like, he, you know, look, if I'm going to be a, if I'm going to be a bit John, can I be uh, Cornette for 30 seconds? <coughs> I just, it's a little unbelievable Fuego going running around and 
dropping the House of Black to their knees. I mean, I know he got the absolute shit kicked out of him after about 20 seconds, but even that was like, there's no way these guys are. <laughs> there's no, look at them. Look at Buddy. Buddy Matthews hasn't eaten a carb in 15 years. There's no way. There's no way that Fuego is. And then I remind myself, it's wrestling, dude. Enjoy it. Um, so, yeah, I <laughs> Paul's making a face of me like, yeah, just fucking stop it, you fucking. Um, I really enjoy this. And I loved the presentation at the end of like the House of Black here, are here. They exist. They're going to kick the shit out of anyone who gets in their way. I am really intrigued as to see is this leading to a trio's belt and they're the trio's champs? Is this push it like, you know, is this to push Malachi Black? Um I don't I know. Got, I got it- to thinking at this point um about the about the m- m- pairings that haven't happened and why don't they talk about each other or why haven't they talked about each other before hmm. for example um well okay the ones that haven't happened are new so that's why they haven't talked about each other but anyway um the Jer- uh, Jer- jericho appreciation society versus the house of black wow like yeah <laughs> okay that would be amazing think about that uh, then there's um you know the 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 regal um danielson mox thing Wow, <laughs> House of Black, like um, oh man, yeah, oh, geez, I, Buddy Murphy versus Brian Danielson is a match that I would, or Buddy Murphy versus John Moxley is also, or Malachi Black versus John yes. Moxley, <coughs> um, yeah, there's, all there's, amazing matches. What do you think about Rampage? Because Ricky Starks keeps talking about Rampage being his show, hmm. and um. I just wonder if there's like a an idea of like trying to make Rampage like, you know, there was the SmackDown 5 or the SmackDown 6 or whatever it was uh, just after the uh, just after the Attitude Era where it was like Mysterio, Kane, Undertaker, I can't remember, Jericho I think was one of them, Cena, who were always on SmackDown and turned SmackDown from the B show into the A show. Oh, okay. Maybe having a bit more delineation and maybe only having Ricky Starks and Malachi Black on Rampage, you know? Like, do we want to see that in AEW where you can only see particular talent? I don't think I do, but I just wonder as far as getting eyeballs on the show, is that something that AEW should look at? Um, I... I I don't see how it would really work because of the fact that there's only one hour of airtime versus mm. two hours for Dynamite. Um, and for me, the the immediate thing that I think of when you, when you try to talk about some kind of, shall we say, brand split, mm. uh, would be a belt. So is the, you know, in that situation, the TNT title would only ever be defended on Rampage. Yeah, yeah, I immediately don't like that. I just wonder, you know, I just more thinking like from a marketeer's point of view of like, do you take one of your big guns and only put the, you know, like CM Punk? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that would be dumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like to grab one of the big guys and Hangman Page or Adam Cole maybe, you know, like. 
Or um, I think the best example of that would be Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You could put the Hardys on. If you want to watch the Hardys, you've got to watch Rampage. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I, I thought it was a good week of wrestling. I really, empo- really enjoyed Dynamite a lot, and Rampage was a pleasant surprise considering the card. So, Yeah, and it was a lot better than uh, going to watch our respective Australian football teams. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, let's not talk about that. Anyway, it's a rebuild. It's a rebuild. Uh, <laughs> um, I was more. I was actually more upset about my fantasy team losing than my than my real life team. I was sure Carlton were going to beat us, so I wasn't that upset. Um, anyway, it's not a footy podcast. It's a wrestling podcast, and we thank you for tuning in every week. Um, you can, you know the deal. You want to help us out, you can follow us on the socials. You can tell your friends about it. You can give us a review wherever you can review the podcast. Uh, good Pods is a good place for that. They're a company trying to help out independent podcasters. So, like, help them because uh, we all know Spotify and those guys suck, right? So, support a smaller company. Um, yeah, but until next time, brother dudes, may your wrestling be good wrestling. And his, his name, name is Anthony, Anthony Bowens. Bowens. <laughs>